What is going on? How's it going? Doing doing well. Doing well. Thanks for both of you guys for taking some time out of your busy day to be on this morning uh, to talk about the USPHL and, uh, and to talk about uh, the Twin City Thunder. Um, I was reading an article here recently uh, about ranking, kind of ranking some of the junior hockey levels and things of that nature. Um, I know Lewiston, of course, is used to, you know, they had the, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League for a little bit. Uh, the NA3HL has a, has a team here as well. What are some of the differences and what is some, what is some of the talent that comes through the USPHL so that folks know what sort of brand the Twin City Thunder is going to be uh, as they start their season this year? Yeah, happy to answer that. Get the NK here. I mean, USPHL is a, is a league that's larger than any other in the country. We are building players from the age of 8 up to the age of 21. It's a cradle-to-college model, which is something that no other league in this country possesses. Um, it's, it's a level of de- development that really is ground up, and, and it's, it's happening in the backyards of all of the biggest colleges in the country, right? The, the real Division One footprint, the geographical footprint, is here in the Northeast, up in New England, in the Northeast, where we're based out of here in New Jersey, the real hockey footprint, and we're getting a lot of that talent that is right on the cusp of, am I going D1, am I going D2, am I going D3, but... I mean, with over 300 college commitments in just a five-year lifespan here, the USPHL is really a league that's unrivaled with, with just the structure of, of development bottom to top and the ability to really create athletes that are right on the cusp, right on the edge of maybe getting a D3 commitment, maybe getting a D1 commitment, and making them into that next-level player. It's, it's really a, a one-of-a-kind structure that, that hasn't been matched yet in the U.S. So the history on the Twin City Thunder, where are they coming from? Is this an expansion team? Were they somebody else's team? Are they moving to town? Like, is this like the Expos and the Nationals, where the Nationals have some Expos numbers and are going to be retired on the walls? Is this a new franchise? What is, what is all that? So the best thing about junior hockey is the ability for a team to kind of sprout up out of nowhere and immediately be competitive. And, and that's really the, the Twin City Thunder model here. This is a team that's growing into a new neighborhood. It's, gonna, it's trying to become a part of that, that sports culture there, that great New England, Maine sports culture up there. And with Coach Doug Friedman at the helm, this is an expansion team that, that's basically like an Arizona Diamondbacks, if you want to compare it to a baseball team, since I heard you use the Expos there. It's, it's a team that's ready to compete right away. I mean, we have a, a USPHL summer showcase we do each year. And it's really a way to kind of gauge, okay, who's going to be the competitor this year? Who's going to be some of the guys that might need some growth throughout the season? Who are going to be struggling? The Twin City Thunder, as an expansion team, without ever playing a real regular season game in this USPHL, went to the semifinals of that, which is it's almost unheard of. So this is a team that's ready to compete right away out of the gate organically here. Tell our listeners, what, what are the parameters uh, age-wise and and uh, things like that, and, and uh, who can play on, on that kind of a team? Yeah, so it's uh, the junior hockey level here. It's really 16 to 21 is what you're going to see age range with these guys. A lot of the guys are going to fall at this premier level into that 19, 20-year-old range. So you're going to get guys from all walks, right? You, you look at the, if you go to the Facebook page of the Twin City Thunder and you see some of the guys they're adding on this year, they're from all over. I mean, you've got, you've got fellows coming in from Chicago. You've got guys coming in that have played in Quebec there in the, 
the major junior hockey league. You, you have players from all over the world, all over the country that are going to be coming into Maine there to play some high-level hockey. But it's 16 to 21 there is really the range you're going to hit. The premier level, you're going to see more of those older guys that are really battling for that chance, that last spot. And, and it really creates a good style of hockey that's going to be fun to watch. What, um, how, do, how does one build a team for this? You know what I mean? Like, how does that whole thing go? I think people saw, like, for example, they saw the, the Vegas Golden Knights last year build a hockey team. You know what I mean? Yep. Which, is, which is, you know, kind of how they did it. How, how is a, a hockey team kind of built and put together in the offseason in the USPHL? Lucas, if you want to field this one, I think you're the, uh, the brain behind the organization here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's, it basically comes down to a little bit of, you know, kind of coaching philosophy. I know Dan and I have talked last year on the show about how we would build our own team, and I think Dan, being the flashier of the pair, decided to go offense first. You know, you build your forward line first, and then you, you fill in the rest of the team uh, myself, I prefer more to fill in the goaltender and the defensive side of the of the ice first. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge believer that defense wins championships. I know it's a little maybe more old school, but um, you know, once you decide on a kind of a philosophy, it's it's reaching out. You know, it's reaching out to other teams. It's it's scouting. You know, we not only do you know we look at players from really all around the country, but you know, scouts from all around the country are always looking at these players. You know, if you're familiar with the junior hockey landscape, it, it seems like every kid's got a scouting report on them, you know, with all the leagues that they've played for and, and everything that they've done, sometimes down to, you know, individual games. So a team like this, when it's wrapped up, you know, they, they try to recruit as much hometown talent as they can, then they, they branch out. You know, they, they take a look at the surrounding teams, the surrounding areas, you know, grab kids from that might be playing, you know, on a high school team or a different team. I know the Twin City Thunder specifically have grabbed some kids from, uh, some other teams inside the USPHL, uh, they've grabbed some kids from even other divisions. I know they have Nick Malik, who was previously with the Boston Junior Bruins, um, and the Boston Bandits, you know, both teams inside the USPHL. Uh, they've got kids like Matt Hanlon, who's from Chicago, Illinois, who was previously playing for the Colorado Thunderbirds. So it's, it's not to use mix and match, but, you know, that kind of sums up the best way to almost describe how teams get built in the offseason, especially new teams. What kind of uh, rules in that league would be different than high school versus the pros? What, what, is there an in-between? What, what are the rules that we could expect to be a little bit different? So you're going to see more of a, a college style of hockey, right? You're going to see a lot more bigger ice. You're going to see a lot of these teams that are, that are wearing the cages rather than the visors. I mean, some of these guys from the Midwest will still wear the visor. It's more of a toughness thing for those folks out there, as we all know in the hockey world. But it's, it's going to be a, a college-style game. You're, you're going to see players being prepared to go to college. When you look at some of the competitors in the market, they're pushing for D1 or bust, and they're pushing for let's get these guys to the NHL. But when you look at the percentages, you look at the numbers, that, that's a, a failing model in a lot of cases, right? It's a it's a case that leaves a lot of guys out there. There's only 60 Division One schools throughout the country, and, I mean, that's, there's something being missed there with that model, and that's something that the USPHL teams like the Twin City Thunders, are, 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 they're trying to prepare their players for, is the, the ability to play a college style of hockey. 
So it's, it's not going to be anything too different from what you see. You know, it's not an arena football. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel here in the USPHL. It's hockey as you're used to seeing it, but it will, it will model more of an NCAA game. Now, would some of those kids have already been drafted, but they, they feel like they need more seasoning? So in, in the premier level, you don't run into as many draft picks. A lot of times you'll run into guys that maybe were playing up in Canada and got, a, got an unfair shake of it, or maybe they've been bounced around in another league just to a point where they can't take it anymore. Maybe they're a guy who never was from Maine who never thought they'd have a chance to play a high level of hockey in Maine and wound up going halfway across the country to play a game. And next thing you know, they're, they're back in Maine playing hockey. I mean, when you get to the NCDC level, you will find some of those guys in this model where they've, they've kind of had their chance, they've bounced back out, but usually the draft choices come towards the end of the, of the season here with a, a junior hockey team. That, that NHL model, they're, they're drafting guys at 16 and 17 usually, as they're coming out of that high school rank, rather than drafting guys in in between here. These are guys who are trying to get themselves to college to make that next step from college or possibly getting a, a draft choice out of the season here. Talking with Lucas Jones and Dan Kay, talking about the USPHL and the Twin City Thunder. I thought Wing was going to ask a question, but he's not going to ask a question, so I will ask a question. I thought he had something. No, it's okay. Um, we we try to. It's funny. We don't really talk about who's going to do what before the interviews, so I try to take the verbal cues, and sometimes I miss the verbal cue. So that was me calling on myself for missing a verbal cue or creating a verbal cue that was possibly not there. You know. I'll tell you what. If you watch the Dan K show to the folks watching here, it's a lot of that too. We kind of call ourselves America's Gong Show. If you're a hockey fan you know what a gong show is so we we tend to have a lot of those uh, verbal cues and uh, visual cues missed as well multiple multiple times how did you guys start like uh i mean you guys are you guys are talking hockey doing all all sorts of things all the time you're very focused on the usphl how did you guys get started in this and how has this thing evolved since you started so yeah so i actually got started off with the philadelphia flyers i was working uh working in sports, bouncing around from network to network, kind of filling it together. And, and next thing you know, I got an opportunity with the Philadelphia Flyers. They had a junior hockey team in the USPHL, and they needed a play-by-play announcer and a director of media. Uh, I wound up taking the job. They found out later that my last name is Kemchek. They thought that meant I was a big-time hockey star. It was not. I'm a baseball player. Um, but luckily, my long Polish last name got me an opportunity. <laughs> and we... Uh, we started to really build something there. It was, it, was, it was a good product. The team took itself to a championship. The, the viewership was up. Folks were starting to watch. We were getting more recruits from the ability to, to really portray the game in a real sense, in a professional sense. And as the league grew, they, they took me on to the league. They asked me to do this show, the Dan Kay Show. And I went to Lucas, who at the time was running a beer podcast. So I don't know how I got him off of that. I, but I was That's able a great to question. get Lucas off of the beer podcast somehow. And he came in and basically took over the, the whole inner workings of this thing. Yeah, I kind of, uh, I kind of was, I was running kind of the technical side for a craft beer podcast at the time that was focused on like, you know, local beers and the whole scene. And, and when Dan asked for some help with the technical aspect of things, you know, Dan and I had done actually sports commentary in high school together. Um, we, he was the play-by-play guy. I was the color commentary guy, and, and so not much has changed in that sense since, 
since high school. Um, but I, I handled, you know, the technical side of things, getting us launched. And, and then after that, it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's a cliche phrase, but I, I, you know, I have to use it. It's, we've grown very organically. You know, we've, we've seen where we, can, where we can do more and where we can, you know, highlight players. And we, we spend a lot of time at events. Um, if you see a guy running around in a bright white suit and a bow tie, that's Dan. Uh, if you see someone in a regular suit in the corner shaking his head, that's going to be me. Um, and aside from that, you know, we've just kind of, you know, like I said, figured out, you know, who can we support? Can we, can we go to these premier and elite teams and try to highlight some players that we know are good, that we've seen play, that we know are, are great kids who are focused on their development, focused on their education? You know, how can we promote these guys and almost give them a voice? You know, how can we take some teams that may not be, you know, on the East Coast, you know, your, your Islanders Hockey Club or your Jersey Hitmen, how can we promote these teams and give them, you know, this, this exposure that you know, is really helpful, especially in a league that's focused on development. So I feel like the, the show has kind of grown very organically from, uh, from a, a start where this is our fourth year doing the show now. You know, it's it's funny. I've always wanted a Calgary Hitman jersey. Like I've always I've liked those. I've liked those. Uh, I've always liked those jerseys. I like the color combo. You know, that's that's one of the things about hockey. Like, there's so many leagues. That means there's so many jerseys you can wear. And then, like, you know, I think it's great when somebody recognizes a jersey when you wear one. You know what I mean with a player on it or whatever. Like, I just think it's it's a great conversation starter. Oh, I'll tell you what. In this league, with the with the size of it, you get all kinds of names. I mean, there's. Here's a team joining the league this year in the premier level with the Twin City Thunder, the Pittsburgh Vengeance. And I mean, for a name like Vengeance to be on a jersey, I'm going to be buying that thing in about three weeks. Oh, yeah. You have to. Oh, right? yeah. Must. You absolutely have to. Now, how often <laughs> How often are you guys planning on getting up to Maine? Are, are you planning on getting up here for, to see the Thunder? Are you, you getting up to, you know, you're going to be making the, 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 the romp and the run here soon? Is there a helicopter, or a, 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 a USPHL helicopter you guys can use, maybe? A private jet? I wish there was a helicopter, I'll tell you what. But we, uh, we'll be making our way up there for sure. We've been talking with the team, talking with Coach Friedman there, and, and we're definitely going to be covering these guys. I mean, last year we had the New Hampshire Junior Monarchs launch up there, who may just turn into your rival. I think they're happy to be it. They're already talking a little bit of Twin City Thunder trash. But. I'll tell you what, Monarchs fans from the Manchester days when they were when they were the uh, 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 the Portland Pirates' main rival in the AHL, they brought a large, loud traveling contingent. They would be behind you at the Civic Center with cowbells, full cowbells going on. <laughs> So that was how it was for the AHL team when they were with the Kings. I can imagine that they're going to be about the same way uh, regardless because there's usually passionate fans in Manchester for their hockey teams, and they travel yeah, Lucas, well. What's the thing, Lucas, that they created? They have a fan with a fog. Oh, yeah, they, they have a, a fan who's kind of, and I, I have to imagine he's built this himself. Um, it's basically like one of, those, one of those regular air horns, but he's attached like a compressed air tank like you find on a paintball gun. <laughs> Um, and he brings it to every rink that the Monarchs go play at. Um, I didn't even realize it until we were at the New England Sports Center for a showcase, and I'm walking around taking pictures, and behind me I hear the foghorn go off, and he yells, Dan K Show, and blasts the foghorn a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, so we're, gonna, we're definitely going to be up there. We, we took in the New Hampshire Monarchs home opener last year, and they're, they're uh, intro into the league, and we'll be up there for the Twin City Thunder at least a handful of times, I'm sure. I mean... You'll see us bouncing around. We'll get people on camera. We like to do uh, 
basically a college game day set up live from these events, so you'll get the whole rigmarole up there when we get there. Well, hey, hopefully, that studio is not very far. Yeah, our studio is right across the street, so I'm hoping you'll get in on studio, and uh, you know we can we can make that happen too, and then we oh, can. Trust me, I'm always I'm always happy to get in front of a mic. I, I love see... to hear my own voice. <laughs> yeah, okay, well that's good, and we we have headphones, so you can listen to yourself <laughs> hey, talk while you're doing it, and Facebook so. Live. Yeah, and we do it you. on Facebook Live and everything else as well. So, and that way people have proof that you're actually in Maine. You know, see everybody wins. We're gonna need that. that yeah, uh, I... we'll have to show it to the <laughs> bosses and the higher ups in the league. Yeah. I totally, I totally. Spence that baby. I mean, those, see? Yeah, that is yeah, the video this of it is, right yeah. here. This is why, you know, <laughs> that's that's how that goes, man. That's great. Did you have to stay four days? Well, maybe not. Maybe, but, you <laughs> know, that's but that's not the point, you know. That's not oh, what we're exactly. getting at here. Talking with Lucas Jones and Dan K from the Dan K show. Of course, you can find them on Facebook. Where where can folks find uh uh find the Dan K show? I know you guys are on Facebook, but I'm sure you guys are on other places as well. Yep, yeah, we're also on uh, we're on Twitter, the at the Dan K Show. You can find us there. You can find us on Facebook, as you said, the Dan K Show. We also have a YouTube channel that you can subscribe to. That's the Dan K Show. And easy enough, if you just go to usphl.com, we have all the episodes loaded up on there. You're right on the front page. You don't even have to go searching for it. You scroll down, you click on the Dan K Show, and you can see what the latest things are that are happening with us. Do you have a favorite player interview you've done, profile that you've done on, on someone? Oh, Is it man. tough to I narrow mean, it down? We have a bunch. It's tough to narrow it down, but I will tell you, we, we got a chance to talk with the youngest Van Riemsdyk brother who was playing for the Islanders Hockey Club, who huh? you folks will be playing up there in Twin City early in the season. And uh, he is definitely a guy to look out for on these NHL draft watch lists. He's playing up at uh, UNH there in the New Hampshire area. And, and he was, we did a whole day in the life with him. We followed him around. We, we got to meet some of the Van Riemsdyk family there and have some talk about the, the Stanley Cup being lifted. But, yeah, it was, uh, that was definitely a one-of-a-kind interview. It was, a, it was a fun one. We've also uh, had a chance to interview Christoph Oliwa a few times. Those of you who are big-time hockey fans, you'll know him as one of the best fighters in NHL history. And uh, Christoph is, he's actually living out in Kalkaska, Michigan now. He's a former NJ Devil, and he is a one-of-a-kind man from Poland. He's, he's a, one of the most interesting folk I've ever met. Lucas Jones and Dan Kay from the Dan Kay Show talked about the USPHL and the Twin City Thunder. Twin City Thunder will be kicking off their season real soon over at the Norway Savings Bank Ice Arena. Lucas and Dan will be a part of that coverage and uh, looking forward to seeing them in studio and talking to them on the regular about the things that they see around the league. Guys, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having us. All right, guys. See you later. Thank you. And by the way, I'm going to I'm gonna give you guys like a uh, total gold star here. Whatever phone setup you used was absolutely perfect yeah. because you guys were the perfect tone. You guys are the best phone guest I've had in weeks. So thank you. Oh, come okay. on. All right. Good job, Lucas. <laughs> good job Anytime. good job on the tech side. I might have Lucas come up and look at the stuff that we do with yeah, NBR here tech side. Maybe he can smooth some stuff out for me, you know? I'm totally down with that. Totally down I, with I, that. If, if we're going to be up there for, you know, 4, 5, 10, 11 days, you know, you might as well come and take a look. You L- know? Lucas, I may just I I'm, I might just pick your brain and just, you know, is there anything we can do about the process here? You can be you can be a consultant, you know? It'll work out. It'll be great. I would love that. That's right. great. Sounds great. All right, guys. Uh, great to virtually meet you. I'll see you uh, for real soon and uh, talk to you soon. See you soon, guys. Thank you. you. Lucas Jones, Dan K, the Dan K Show on Facebook and Twitter. 
talking about the USPHL and the Twin City Thunder. Here on the Beelist Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network.